What's the deal with female cum? Why does it exist? You know why dudes cum? Sperms make the babies, right? You mean like the squirt? or Why like the, the fuck do... Why do chicks cum? The lube? I think I have some lube in No, there. like the cum. Ejaculate. Orgasmic ejaculate. So like... Why? Why does that happen? What's the fucking purpose? Welcome back to your football fantasy. Grab a drink, roll back your foreskin, and let Dweez Nuts, Big Wiz, and the Bullfrog stroke your fantasy loins. Okay guys, welcome to the show. This week, your football fantasy here. I'm Dweez Nuts. We got Big Wiz and the Bullfrog here. What's up, gentlemen? What's up, motherfuckers? Busy. It's good. Very good. Busy days. Everybody, everybody working hard these days? Yep, sport in the fucking neighborhood. Working hard. Your neighborhood is all full of a bunch of lazy fucking I know bastards. that. I showed up at, at, I got home at two, <coughs> and the other two were fucking holding down the porch, <coughs> making sure that they were okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Saying how hard their day was. That they were on vacation or staycation, I don't know. Yeah, sure. I'm a two mile horn here a little bit. You worked. All day. I had a, had a student come in after after school today, talking about how they had to write this English paper about their hero. They wanted to write it about Ooh. me. Yeah. Very nice. Did you tell them that you're the bullfrog? It's like, all right, all right. I am the fucking <laughs> the bullfrog. bullfrog. I'm your hero. Please listen to my podcast. Man. Oh, I might have a job here soon. I might have a job and go back to school at the same time here soon. Wow. Then you can't bitch about your workload ever again. You just said that that was never going to happen. I, I did not necessarily say never. You exactly said, I said I looked up. Y'all. I said I looked up the program and it looks kind of intriguing. And if somebody's willing to pay me six figures to teach school and go to college at the same time, I'll take and then, that. And then you could just leave there when you just, ju- just like in fantasy football, right? Like, so I write, I write this trade article every week and I put in there every week. I say, there's a price at which everything makes sense. Yep. So as the price is right, I'll fucking go back to school and get a job full time. Come out of retirement for that. Come what do you think about that trade that I did that I wasn't really thinking I wanted to do? Oh my and god, I did you see this anyway? trade? Which one? And he fucking he did. trades away Deshaun Watson I saw that one. and Chris Carson I to get... I understand that. Who'd you get? Who? Juju Smith-Schuster. Juju. OJ. OJ Howard. Who was and John Brown. Punch, and John Brown. I'm not sure why the fuck you did yeah. that. <sighs> I it's needed a little trade. more depth. I, f- I felt like I needed a, n- a little more depth. It's not the only trade he made this week. Here's the other trade he made this week. Yeah, he but... traded his fifth round pick to the Imp for the Imp's fifth round pick. <laughs> I saw that. What too. is fucking <laughs> happening? And why aren't you making us trades in this week that you're clearly on tilt during, buddy? Give me a trade offer. Anything. Chris Carson scared me. Ah, I feel like he Deshaun might... Watson had one down week. And Watson's just. He just fucking gets sacked too much. Do you remember when he you just, said he was losing like number eight points. one overall quarterback? Well, not in this league because he's sacks. losing eight fucking points every week because of sacks and turnovers. We are minus one. Fuck. Yeah, minus one's nothing. When he gets sacked six times and turns it over once or twice, he does that's get a lot. An awful lot. It, yeah, it was a fucked him, fucking stupid trade. Um, we'll see. We'll, Wait, uh, we'll somebody's see. winning higher than both of y'all fuckers, so we'll see. Not anymore. I almost responded to your guys' text message. I know you guys were trying to fucking race to fucking ejaculate, but it's only week two. It's week two. Show some endurance. Totally. Mm-hmm. I don't have much. <laughs> no, we know that. Dude, I haven't fucking... 
I haven't even sniffed the Cave of Excellence in about six weeks. I don't have a lot of endurance Jeez. left at this point either, I don't think. I'm about right there with you, buddy. Well, you have a reason. Not that good of a reason. Most people wouldn't call that a reason, but my wife certainly does. Yeah, she's puking six times a day. I feel like that's a good reason not to well, put I it in Well, I can see in the mouth area, but yeah. It always goes in the mouth before it goes in the puss. It's just more lubrication. All right, that's yeah. fucking disgusting. <laughs> Let's do the news on that note. This week in football. I suppose we should start by talking about Antonio Brown. I think since our last show... A.B. was accused of rape? Or would that happen before? I don't know. Whatever. He's sending out emails and text messages with all sorts of threats and intimidating language. The NFL meets with the accuser. Another lady steps forward and says, Oh, yeah, he raped me, too, while you're at it, getting some of his cash. I want some as well. And then today, this was just a matter of hours ago on this Friday, the Patriots release... Antonio Brown, he gone. I don't think he was released for that. I think he was released because he was also sending text messages to people. The intimidating text messages. I mean, like, that that's the, the fucking reason. The guy's a fucking dirtball. He's a fucking idiot. It, it's better for the NFL that this dumb fuck is out of the league. And you think he's... Get him out! For, get him out! He, get him out! You said he's gone for good. That's your, your take here. Yeah, Ray Rice was gone. I realized that was video evidence, but this guy just has too much shit, too much baggage. There is not an owner, and, and I, I agree with you the fact that he is a good receiver. The baggage that goes along with this guy, just repeatedly, he is fucking... He's done. I think he comes back. I think he'll be back on another team. Mm-hmm. It might not be until next year, but I think he'll be back. I, in fact, I said, I said the, uh, to me, the most likely scenario is he takes Amari Cooper's spot in Dallas next year when Cooper's contract is up. Instead of renegotiating there, they go a different route. That's my guess. But I think I mean, maybe. I, I, just, I mean, I guess Jerry Jones could put up with him. That's how Jones goes, I, baby. You're not wrong with that, but I mean. With uh, Zeke on that team already, though? That I mean, seems like a little bit of a lot of baggage. They, 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 don't, of baggage. they, they don't mind the baggage in Oof. Dallas. But the only team that could control this dumb fuck took a chance on him, and they realized that there's just too much baggage to go along with this dumb fuck. Yeah. He just he just keeps there's too much shit with him. They didn't put up with any of it. I'm still I'm still withholding judgment until this NFL's investigation is done. Let's see if he gets suspended. Withholding judgment. You hate Tyree Kill. This guy's just as fucking dumb. Right. I think it's safe. Tyree Kill got paid. I think it's safe to say he's a douche, not a very good human being. But we can't really judge him for that other aspect. Raping bitches. He and Ben. I can totally fucking you think, judge this. You think AB and, and Ben, um, like, Eiffel Towered a, a roofied bitch somewhere in a bar one day? I don't think together, no, because I'm not, I don't think they ever. They don't like each other? Yeah, I don't, I don't think they was. I you don't have to like, you don't have to like way. a dude to tag team a drunk bitch with a dude, okay? <laughs> I, 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 I was going to tag team, I would prefer to like the guy. We've, Oh, that's that's a little gay. Oh, then you start doing the <coughs> other things if you like. No, it. I, I, that's see, a little gay. You you I, I have to like at least know the person. I have to like the person. Oh. Why would I want to fucking? Be... Would you tag team a bitch with me? No. What about the bullfrog? Did I say I would like you? What about the bullfrog here? Yeah, probably. How about bigger question? How about the Turk? Oh, oh no. I'd be, I'd be <laughs> terrified. I'd be fucking intimidated. Yeah. He'd be chasing after you. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. He'd be grunting at you. Dude. All right, let's get off of AB here. He's out of the league. So just real quick before we do leave, um, you know, obviously there was concern, for me anyway, about Josh Gordon on that team when AB came in. I was concerned about Julian Edelman's workload, which, which came to fruition. He only had two targets in that one game with AB. He's gone now, so my stance is... Full go on all the Patriot wide receivers at this point. Go ahead and, and roll them out there. I think they'll be good. You guys have, have a quick take on those guys. 
you mentioned Dorset because like Dorset. I mean, I, yes, I, I mean I agree with you. The only concern here is that it's going to be a random clusterfuck of which one actually goes off. Sure, sure. I mean, Dorset scored. Did he score two touchdowns? Two in touchdowns the first, first week. Yeah. Did he? Um, do, uh, did he do anything last week? No. Well, yeah, he was not on the field. So, <laughs> so we'll see. Probably somebody that you should consider putting on your roster if you haven't already. If you have a deep enough roster, anyway, that is Dorset. But everybody else has already owned. All right, let's move off of that. Let's go to let's go to some quarterback news, some injury news. Drew Brees out for the initial estimate six weeks. Today they decided they're not going to put him on the IR, which is promising. It's it, that means it's likely to be less than eight weeks, so maybe that six weeks is accurate. Uh, thumb ligament damage in the thumb, obviously can't throw the ball. What do I, I want to know from you guys: reactions about the Saints players or receiving options on that team? Uh, what's gonna? Is anybody worth owning? Are you freaking out if you drafted Michael Thomas in the first round? Are you freaking out if you got Camara? We'll talk about that a little later. What are your thoughts on this Saints team? Thomas Thomas falls down a little bit, but he's he still works those over the middle short intermediate routes, which is what those guys are going to be looking for. Ginn loses any kind of value. Traquan loses any kind of value. The deep, the deep guys, the, those guys are not going to be part of the playbook anymore. Uh, Kamara loses a little bit because that screen game kind of goes down the shitter because Drew Brees is just probably the best in the NFL at that screen game. But I mean, still, you saw what happened to Kamara last week when Brees, yeah, Brees went out. Yeah, uh, but still still a valuable piece, Kamara, uh, and still a valuable piece, Thomas, but lower your expectations while he's out. I think it hurts both of them. Kamara, he just, he's always going to get that opportunity, even though his point just wasn't the same as week one. What I find most interesting out of this is I think Taysom Hill might be the better option to own over Teddy Bridgewater. Yeah, but is Taysom Hill going to play quarterback? Is he going to is he going to get opportunities to drop back and throw the ball? Yeah, or is that, or just going to th- they're going to have to do both. Of them. I mean, I expect a lot of rotation between the two of them. Bridgewater will, will probably sixty forty maybe. Either one worth rostering though. Yeah, considering who they play for and who their coach is, the answer is yes. I think again, I would lean towards Hill because I think from a a a pure fantasy point standpoint, he's he's a better option. You're not. Tell me you're not talking about like a, a typical 12-team redraft league. Tell me you're talking about Dynasty, where we roster 30 players. Is that what you mean? You're not you're not looking at Taysom Hill or Teddy Bridgewater in a in a in a in your auction league, are you? I am because we play it's a super flex league, so it's it a two quarterback league, right? So you, you you consider two quarterbacks, both those guys are picked up. There is no fucking quarterback left who's not playing that's yeah, available. That's fair. That's fair. All right, speaking of quarterbacks, uh, Big Ben done for the entire year. What was his elbow or something, wasn't it? Blew up his elbow, yeah. It exploded. So, same question, reactions here. Mason Rudolph steps in. I think Mason Rudolph looked good in his brief period in the game after Big Ben went out. What are your reactions here? Bullfrog, you start because you just traded for Juju. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I don't think they'll lose too much. Uh, I think we, I mean, I don't know about you guys, but I was down on Big Ben coming into this year a little bit anyway. I think it's going to take a little time, but I mean, Juju's by far the best receiver on that team. So I think Juju will be okay. Again, I feel like you lose a little bit of touchdown production when you lose some of these big-time quarterbacks because everybody knows when you get into that red zone, it's, it you know, fucking shit gets a little tougher, shit gets a little deeper. But, you know, he should be picking up the catches, the yards, but lower the touchdown expectations. I'm not that high on Connor, but I wasn't that high on Connor to begin with. He's banged up. They don't seem to be running the ball that well. Those other young guys, maybe James Washington, maybe Deontay. I'm not going to really... But, I'm but not no, going to be crazy about either of those guys. Notice who put up points in this when when 
Bigman went out. Rudolph came in as Vance. Vance, baby. Yeah, Vance got the two touchdowns. That's good for him. We'll see. I, I think Rudolph is out of all these quarterbacks so you, we're talking about. He's the best option. If you drafted Vance McDonald and you were really disappointed in Week One, Vance comes on at the end of the game in Week Two and makes you feel pretty good about it. Maybe, maybe a little more comforting. Maybe that's good. There's got to be some conversation about James Washington. These two guys played together in college, right? So maybe there's something there. I think he only had two targets last week, but. Worth noting, I agree. I think I think he looks good. I think Mason Rudolph will be just fine. And it's not like Big Ben was lighting the world on fire before, in week one or if one there, and a half. If, if there's a position to go out of all these quarterbacks, to me it's definitely Mason Rudolph. Sure. You, you, have, you have all pro players all around you. Absolutely. You have a great line. Still a great line. Yeah, I mean, I think Rudolph can do a better job because of his timing. If he can get the timing and the rhythm of the game down, that's what Big Ben was kind of losing that a little bit. He relied so much on just these playmakers and time in the pocket, hanging, hanging, hanging tough. Interesting assessment. If you Crazy get, arm strength. If you can get Rudolph in a good timing and get good route runners out there, I think he'll be fine. This is, Big yeah. Ben was at his highest when he could sit back there and just take hits, 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 and wait for guys to get open. How about Cam Newton not playing this week? Apparently, Kyle Allen is going to get the start for Carolina. What does that do to this? I mean, we're going to could we're going be, to address this later, but could it be any worse? Could it, he be any it, worse than Cam Newton? Couldn't be a lot worse yeah, than Cam no, Newton was he last week. He's, he'll be better. He'll be <laughs> better than Cam was week one. And what two. a Cam! Thirty-seven percent of his passes were uncatchable yeah. last oh week. Oh my god! Something I saw on Twitter. Highest rate in the league last week. Allen threw for two touchdowns and ran for one, I think, in Week 17 last year against a bunch of scrubs. But still, he's we'll, I think he's, he's interesting. I if I had to rank right now, Rudolph would be number one. Maybe Allen number two. And then the Teddy Bridgewater in in Hill three four, just because you don't know that. Well, if we're talk if we're talking quarterbacks, let's go down and talk about so. You know, I did say last week Sam Darnold has uh, has mono. He's probably out for a while. You said, oh, no, in high school he missed one week. Well, he's at least out till week five now. Well, I said. thought, didn't, uh, didn't your boy just sit there and say, who cares if his fucking spleen blows up? Who was that? Uh, Gase. Gase. Gase is a goddamn <laughs> idiot. The Jets have said he's out till at least week five. Luke Falk, though, is now starting because yes, Simeon. Luke. Did you anybody see the Simeon thing? No. Oh, my he's God. Bad? His foot turned all kinds of around. It was the wife almost threw up mm. when it happened, but he but he got up and walked no, off the that. field. So dis dislocated, walked off wasn't? the field, and then he walked out. But he's gone. He's on the IR. He's done. Um, it looked very ugly. He's gone. Luke Falk comes in here, and guys, Luke Falk made a couple of plays. He didn't throw very far down the field, but he looked not a lot of confidence there. You put where do you put him in the ranking of these guys? Do you put him above Teddy? I put him last. Yeah, that's probably right. He was a he's a third stringer. All right, off the quarterbacks for a minute. There's some trade craziness happen. Okay, first the Dolphins come out and say, "Hey, we're trying to trade Kenyon Drake away here." Which, from I'm not a Drake owner anywhere, but if I were, that would be really good news. <laughs> Get him off of this team that doesn't like him at all. Put him almost anywhere else. Doesn't seem like there's a lot of traction there, whatever. Um, but the Dolphins did manage to trade Minka Fitzpatrick for a first-round pick to Pittsburgh as the defense was struggling. This has got to be a boon to that whole team. And this just goes to show the Dolphins are phoning it in this year. Got to talking with the doc the other day, who's a big Dolphins fan, and he's like, yeah, I think this is a good idea. I think it's a good idea to throw an entire year to get draft picks. Do you guys agree? No. It's never it's a good fucked, year to lose. It's fucked up, right? Yes, it's never a good year to lose. I just feel like all the guys currently on the team 
it's just put a shit fucking taste in your mouth. I wouldn't want to play there. No, even yeah. if you know, even if you get all these. That's what they like, said when they traded Tunsil. The what about like Flores? It, you know? Oh, by the way, you're gonna. You're, good luck trying to win any games. Your yeah. team's abandoning you. It, start that building block now, buddy. Real tough. It makes right. the whole locker room yes. conversations for the coach a whole lot harder too. Like because he's the one that's standing in front of these players saying, "Hey, we're still gonna. We're do a team. Our very we're doing best. all these things. We're gonna go win." Bullshit. And right, and it's not like these guys are experienced. Like. Flores is what? First year head coach. So let's say he's still around next year. Then he's going to have 12 rookies all of a sudden that you're going to try to implement on your starting, you know, offense and defense. Like, holy shit. They're up to what? That's asking a lot. Three first round picks, two second round picks. They're just trying to amass these picks. Here's my problem with throwing a season to get draft picks, right? You've got players on your team that you know are good now. You can draft all the first round guys you want, but how many of those actually pan Mm -hmm. out? You got to hit on all of them. I know. Right? You can't turn around and make it Fitzpatrick. Was it was it was it all, well, all pro? Fantastic! Corner? Yes, yeah. Uh, so that's tough. That's tough. That's tough. Fuck the Dolphins are stupid. Let's talk about uh, those Pittsburgh Steelers one more time, because today they released their depth chart, and according to this depth chart, they have completely given up on Dante Moncrief. Two weeks have dropped passes. People were drafting him relatively high. I was drafting him relatively high because that second position there was valuable. Looks like Deontay Johnson has locked it up. That rookie out of Toledo. Uh, some, uh, you know, I knew a little bit about Deontay Johnson, not a ton. So I did look him up. I went and watched some of his film. He's a small guy. He's slow. He's not terribly quick. Um, he does a couple of things well. He's got great body control, finds the ball really easily. And, but the average 40 time for the three starting wide receivers on the Pittsburgh Steelers is 4.53. And that's because two of them went 4.54 and one of them went 4.5. Hmm. Does that help hurt your Mason Rudolph? Well, I mean, what do you th- what, do? We like Deontay Johnson. Are we picking up James Washington? What are we doing with this wide receiver? We just said we like the kid, the quarterback throwing the ball. I'm not touching it. Yeah, I just kind of said. I mean, I'm I'm high on. I'm still okay on Juju, but these other two guys, not really worth dynasty. Fine. I'm, I'm a di- I'm a Deontay Johnson owner in dynasty, but in a normal redraft, nah. They don't have value. To, I don't even think roster at this point. Fair enough. Josh Rosen starting in Miami. Speaking of them, Dolphins excited for the Dallas Cowboys defense. Mm, yeah, great, great selection this week. All of us, well, two of us anyway, definitely argued a little bit over who will get to pick Dallas for our survivor. <laughs> I picker. threw it out there first. Boom. I mean, I put it on the dock on Monday. Uh, I don't look like, at that shit. <laughs> Daniel Jones going to get the start in New York. Eli Manning finally gets to sit his ass down. Excited to see Jones after a look. The pre- in the preseason he looked fantastic. Yeah, I am. I think Daniel. It's interesting to see what he, what he, opportunity to go see what the guy does in the, in the real against real talent all all game long. I mean, it's, mm-hmm. it's good. I'm and I'm excited to see him. Out of all the guys, this is probably the most I'm excited to see. E- e- Eli was. What's the opposite of excited to watch? Because like Eli was the most bland and boring fucking like Eeyore. Eeyore quarterback yeah. that there was. So yes, any kind of change on this team is great. It's a rookie's first start. Eight times out of ten, it's a really shitty start. So when we get to our streaming defenses, I think we'll talk about that a little bit again. But that's our news. Let's get off the news. We have so much to do today. Big Wiz on his stat of the week. All right, we knew a little. Who am I? Okay. Ooh. I get twenty-three touches per game. Jesus. I have forty-one rushing attempts, which is fourth most in the NFL. I currently hold the longest rush of the season, which is 75 yards. I lead the league in rushing yards. 
Was that Zeke? I, no, that's uh, Dallin Derek, Cook, baby. I do Dallin Cook, Cook baby. David Kitchen. It is Dallin Cook. Dallin Cook. Yeah. Dallin Cook is a uh, damn stud. Looks like Bullfrog wins that. Looks bet. fucking good. Uh, here we go. I am number fourth in yards after catch with 116 right now. Yards after catch. I am fourth. I have 16 receptions after two weeks. I have 20 targets. This is Terry McLaurin. I have 93 yards receiving. Holy shit. 20 targets, 93 yards 16 receiving, catches for and 116 yards after catch. What? <laughs> so he's catching what? Catching the ball behind the line of scrimmage. A lot. Is it Paris Campbell? Um, I mean, I know it's not. Averaging 3.4 yards per carry. This is Le'Veon Bell. It is. Oh, yeah, Le'Veon Bell. Well, I, I guess well, I he was literally the only person to touch the ball. Yeah, he well, only has this ball, but... He's not. He's, his rushing game looks terrible. They, that fucking line looks bad. But he is getting tons of targets. Ten, ten, ten I, I would argue that his running back running game does not look terrible. It, so last week, four yards per carry. Last dude. week with with fucking Luke Falk, with Luke Falk in that game last week. You know he was going four or five yards a, a tote. Now there was a time when he had what seventeen touches or seventeen carries for sixty yards. I mean that was not very good. Yeah, like there were pl- there were there were runs where he was he's getting tackled in the backfield because there were nine guys in the goddamn box. But he was finding holes. He looked spry as shit, and his line was opening holes for him on some carries that looked pretty good. When everybody in the world knew he, he was still looks ball. relatively fresh. I'll see how he can yeah. carry out throughout the season. How do you think he feels about going there though? Compared to there was a really, look, I mean, so he not, looked like he was crying. So after that. Simeon goes out, right? Like the announcers on the game were like, so when Falk's in there, like we did ask Gase who the emergency quarterback is, and he said, "Well, it's number twenty-six." Like what <laughs> back there. <laughs> so we're one Luke Falk injury away from Le'Veon Bell legitimately just the wild just getting cat, the ball baby. on every just goddamn the wild play. Cat. Which I own him. Let's do it. Let's Jesus. fucking put him back there. All right. Last but not least, here, folks. <coughs> uh, I. I have a snap count of 46% for his team. I've combined 9.4 fantasy points over two weeks. I've caught five of eight targets. I have a total of 27 rushing yards on 17 carries. 1.9 yards per carry. I'm a bad cement. Joe Mixon. Joe Mixon, folks. He is fucking... Struggling. Struggling. And until he, I think today he said that he's been fucking terrible. I think he came out and just said... That's in good. Interview that because I, he him terrible. I am similar to the... Uh, the good doctor. I haven't abandoned Joe Mixon yet. I think it will turn around for him, but it's going to be a little bit while. Joe Mixon was one of my three buy now targets in my buy sell article this week. I agree that people. This is this is an opportune time to do it. Both of the weeks that he's played so far, he's been hampered by injury, right? So his his carry count has been eleven eleven carries was his max so far Correct. on the season. Um, I think he'll be fine. Like it, like you said, it might take a week or two before he and that offense is figuring it Start out moving, together. Yeah. But, Don't do uh, it this week, though, because going against Buffalo. Bad bad week. Bad, bad week to do it, yeah. You might have one more shitty week and then buy him after next week. Mm-hmm. But There's that. All right, we're going to rapid fire a whole shitload of listener questions because our fans want to know. Yep, come on. Here's the mail, it never fails It makes me want to wag my tail When it comes, I want to wail Alright guys, you ready? We got questions from all sorts of listeners We reached out on Twitter and our listener base answered First one comes to us from Jason Quinn 
He says, look, he wants to know who he should start at flex here. He gave us a handful of names. It is a half PPR league. Your options are Jacobs, Singletary, who we know is out, so we can scratch that name right off the list. Carlos Hyde, DJ Shark, which who played yesterday probably should have been your choice, or Curtis Samuel. So really we're looking at Jacobs, Hyde, Curtis Samuel. Now, Shepard's out there, Aguilar's out there. Uh, Frank Gore's out there, Cobb's out there, Debo Samuel is available in his league. What name jumps off this list to you guys? Honestly, I don't mind Gore that much. I know somebody might talk about him a little later, but he's going to get some volume this week at home, their home opener. Against the Bengals. Yep, against the Bengals. Carlos Carlos Hyde's looked pretty good. They got the Chargers. Uh, Marlon Mack ran the shit over them. I'm down on Jacobs this week. Sharks already played. Samuel's in a in a new spot. Maybe Gore. Maybe Hyde. We'll talk about Samuel here too, but I do think Samuel's interesting going against Arizona, which is fucking terrible <clears throat> passing defense. Uh so look for me guys, it's it's Josh Jacobs. Like why why play with this? Pick the guy that's getting the fucking ball. Um they're going against the Vikings this week. Last week I said don't touch Aaron Jones, he's playing against the damn Minnesota Vikings. Aaron Jones has a similar skill set to Josh Jacobs, except that they actually use Josh Jacobs' skill set and throw the ball to him a bunch coming out of the backfield. 116 yards and a touchdown last week on the ground for Aaron Jones. He caught 34 yards uh, worth of receiving. Tyra Williams is banged up on that Raiders team right now. Look, go ahead and play Jacobs. He's going to be... He's probably going to be your best flex option every week as far as I'm concerned. I don't hate the Gore pick. Gore is going to be my uh, flex option later in the show at the running back position. I'll talk about him. But your best player here is Josh Jacobs. Run him out there. He's got the opportunity to do it. He'll take care of it for you. All right, next up. I get it. Here's your question. He says, am I crazy? Neil McManus from Twitter hits us. He says, am I crazy to want to start Dak versus Miami over Mahomes? Versus Baltimore. First of all, congratulations on owning two of the top three scoring quarterbacks in the league thus far. Well, Dak was going as a free agent pickup. Yeah, Suck. Uh, yeah, he is. But he's just—he's an idiot. Patty Mahomes. Patty Mahomes is is week in week out the number one quarterback. I you can't sit him. I think he has seven touchdowns, folks. Fucking, which is tied for first with Dak. I get that. One hundred thirty-six quarterback rating. Uh, 71% completion percentage, 410, 410 yards per game. Per game. That's a lot of yards per game. How could you, how could you sit this guy? I agree. His, his issue here is, hey, it's Miami. But that's, that's for me the reason you don't touch Dak, because this is going to be a Zeke game. Should be. Whereas Mahomes playing Baltimore, who's scoring all the fucking points in the world, you have to imagine this game is going to be a really high scoring game. Yeah, roll Mahomes. Don't you think, don't you think this thing reads like, Wants to show off his fucking weapon, show off his toy. Yes, like, yeah. Like they don't even try to run the ball hard. Well, they don't try to. I mean, it's just like look randomly. Let's carry it for two yards. But let's every add play, to this: Damian Williams is out this yeah, week. Yeah, exactly. Okay, Lashawn McCoy is banged up Hurtish. this week. So yeah. is it going to be is it going to be Darwin Thompson or is he just going to say go ahead and do your thing, Patty Mahomes? Is Pat, uh, let's since it. last year when Patty Mahomes started, I mean, even when he has bad games, they're not bad fantasy games. Yeah. Neil, he, he does things with the ball no one else does. Neil, find somebody in your league and trade yeah. Dak to them. Yeah. I mean, you should never trade for a quarterback. That's my stance because you can find him. But right now, the way Dak's playing, 
I think he's a number two scoring fantasy quarterback in the league. Trade Dak. Find some. Find a trade partner Somebody because it's always going to be Mahomes, even on his worst possible matchup. Yep. And he may fall flat on his face once or twice for you, but it's it's always going to be Mahomes. And always. you might even find somebody to give you a, a pretty good running back or receiver for Dak at this point Fuck in the yeah. season. Yeah, I, I would exactly. give that up. All right, let's go to Gary Haddle, old friend of the show. He's got a quick question for us. His question is this. Probably he's going to answer it. For this week, week three, who's your streaming kicker, Bullfrog? <laughs> kick right in your fucking nutsack, Gary Haddle. That's about the right answer. Haddle, we don't fucking play kickers. Get the fuck out of here. Um, my kid... My kid has a, a a quick quip for you. Yeah, don't be an idiot. Put don't. the names in a fucking hat and draw it out of there, Gary Haddo, yeah. if you need advice. On whoever, the whoever you put on your kicker, your kicking roster to begin is your guy. So fuck off, Gary. Don't really, we love you. Let's move on. Jake's football blog. Don't know his real name. That's his Twitter name. He does have a blog. It's at Jake's Football Blog. Google it. Uh, this guy. <laughs> Works his ass off, writes like two or three fucking posts a day. Worth reading, worth checking out. We might even mention on the show before. He's asked a lot of questions. We're going to rip through them really quickly. I'll read them. If you ha- want to answer them, go ahead. First, how much work does Darwin Thompson actually get this week against Baltimore? I'll answer it. Eight touches. Doesn't fucking matter. He's going to get a fair amount of work, but Baltimore's defense is the best against the running back in fantasy so far this year. They're very fucking. It's t- they're it's tough. They it's did play tough. Miami, so they get kind of a sure on asterisk top, on that. On top of that, we just talked about it. Mahomes going to go ape shit. They're going to score a lot of points. They're going to have to score a lot of points. The way Baltimore is scoring points right now, Darwin Thompson will get some work. Yeah, he probably gets eight, ten, like eight, ten. eight to ten, which might be forty percent of the running back work yeah. this week. I mean, that's he'll probably get he'll get half. Dar- yeah. Damian Williams will be back in a week. Darwin Thompson is not worth picking up. Next question. Um, Wiz, I'll let you have it. You've already mentioned a little bit. How much do you actually like Mason Rudolph? Let's talk season long. In the long. auction league, a guy spent $100, his entire his entire bank, on Mason Rudolph in this week. Jesus. Um, so, yeah, I like Mason Rudolph a lot. He's throwing a juju. Vance McDonald in counter, he has a good line. He is the If there was a quarterback out there, it was Mason Rudolph. And he looked good. I have Ben Roethlisberger in a, in a fab league. It's a super flex league as well. I, I think I bid thirty nine bucks on him. Somebody bid seventy five. Yeah. Right, it wasn't a hundred, but seventy five. So I lost out on him. Mason Rudolph is. I think he's got the best legit opportunity. You're not half wrong. chub for me. Just a half. Half I'm chub. Full fucking. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm so I'm so hard it hurts a little bit. <laughs> All right. How about the next question here from Jake? It's uh, Garden Minshew. Is he legit? Him and his fucking mustache. Don't leave that fucking out there. Yes, he's legit. He looks like a fucking quarterback. And he's got good enough fucking receivers. The one thing I don't understand, why the fuck does D.D. Westbrook get targeted so much? I don't know. He's bad. He looked bad yesterday. Minshew's got some mobility, too. And he's got some uh, spunk, too. And he's got a fucking mustache. Here's my stance on Minshew. He's absolutely legit. He's a legit quarterback. But he's not a great fantasy option. He's never going to throw more than... 225 because yards in the game. At? Might get two touchdowns. It's just the game that they run in yeah. Jacksonville. Yeah, they're right pounding the ball 20 times. He doesn't yeah. throw the ball. He yeah. doesn't throw the ball a lot, and he doesn't throw the ball very deep down the field. Great NFL quarterback. You better be digging fucking deep on a on a very deep bye week if you're trying to put him in your starting if, if, lineup, though. Yeah. If you're deep everywhere else, this is a, is a fine guy to roll out there or stream, but not. He's not. 
going to put up fucking big points. No. And, and they're going to hang in a lot of games where he's not going to have to be playing catch up for fucking three Fuck quarters. Nine sacks. You know? Your defense right? is fucking yeah. good enough. Yeah. Yes. He's not going to get those back. big games where he just gets to chuck it around all day. Is C.J. Anderson going to find a new team this year? Yes. At the end of the year, someone will sign him. He'll probably go down to fucking Houston. You can't him. ignore what he did last year. I mean, he was a huge part couldn't of that find, Super couldn't Bowl. couldn't find a job for a year and a half. But he was but. a big part of that. No, that's not true. He was on Carolina to begin last year. He finished somewhere else. But he was a huge part of that Super Bowl run last season. People are going to remember that. People are going to see what he did last year. He'll get signed somewhere because that's what happens. I mean, he'll never probably he probably won't play very much anywhere. How about Melvin Gordon? Is he going to play? Yes. He says he's going to play somewhere. Yes. Is it going to be for the Chargers? Yes. Agreed. Nobody else wants him. Nobody else. What is it? Week eight or ten? He's got to be back by. I think ten. One of the two. I can't remember nine. which one it was. Somewhere eight Let's to split ten. The he's got to be call back. It nine. Otherwise, he loses that year. So he'll be. He'll be back. He wants that year. Well, I said that about Lev Bell last year. Um, all right. Next two questions are not at all related to fantasy football, but I'll ask you anyway. Um, the X Men are being folded into the Marvel universe. They'll be. They're going to restart the story. There's talk of. Of uh, of casting Brian Cranston as the new Professor X. Anybody like that? Hate that? No. I'm good with that. No, I'm not good with that. That's bad. Why are they fucking redoing X-Men again? Well, that, yeah. It's because what they do with superheroes. Jeez, Brian Cranston they is a... can make money on it, buddy. Good That's God. it. People so, watch that shit. I talked to the doc about this yesterday. He's a big nerd. Reads a lot of comic <sighs> books. He says, hey, Patrick Stewart is legitimately what he always pictured Professor X as. He's going to be really sad to see somebody else. Yeah, because that that's world. what he looked like in the comic book. My stance is this. Brian Cranston is like, he's, he's a Broadway-trained actor. He's a fabulous actor. He can he can put on any face and, and be just fine there. So I, I like Cranston. I think it's going to be fine. So, yeah, go check out the films. Last question. Anybody know the, the game Borderlands? Series, the series of video games, Borderlands? No. Nope. Okay, so Borderlands 3 just recently came out. It's like a zombie first-person shooter game. Uh, anyway, what Jake says here is he's played the game. He likes the game. He's seen a lot of really bad reviews for it. He wonders, what's going on with the bad reviews? I don't know anything about Borderlands. Again, I asked the doc who has played the Borderlands games, and here's his response, Jake. He says, just like movies... Who gives a fuck what the reviewers say? You're paying $60 for this game. Are you going to get $60 worth of entertainment? Um, if you, if you, if you value entertainment in hours like the movies, that's four hours, six hours of entertainment. You're going to enjoy this game for 60 hours. If you like it, nobody gives a fuck what anybody else says. I think the Borderlands games are cool. Uh, buy it, play it, jerk off while you're doing it. It's a whole lot of fun. Next. Question comes to us from Sars Monster, old friend of the show. This poor guy. This fucking poor guy. Since we started doing this show, has had cancer for the second time. And now two strokes. Oh, man. But you know what? I'll tell you what. He gets up off his ass to write us a question. boy. That's what we like. That's more than you. That's more More than than I do in a given day. What he wants to know is this. Will Eli Manning ever start again? Uh, I'm going to lean on no. I think they're going to stick with, with Jones here, and Eli will retire after this season. Yeah. I agree. Alex Tanney, quarterback three, baby. If Daniel Jones goes down, Tanney's coming in. 
Eli's walking away with a career record of 161 and 161. Don't want to make that fucker a loser, baby. Yeah, you don't want to. You got to keep his Hall of Fame. You got to keep his Hall of Fame available. If you go in with a losing record, you can't be a Hall of Famer. Come on, you got to keep it at 500. Not saying he's gonna be a Hall of Famer, but if he wants a chance, Daniel Jones may came in, come in and lay a fucking egg. But the bottom line is, when you when you bench somebody like Eli Manning, you can't go back on that. Look what happened in Tampa Bay last year. The waffling fucking mm-hmm. ruined that team. The coach got fired. You can't go back on it. It's Daniel Jones' team now, period. Yep. Period. All right, William Hagen has a question for us. He says he had Breeze on his team. He went out at some point and got Case Keenum, who, you know, doesn't look great on the field, but his fantasy numbers aren't fuck-awful. Wants to know who he should get. Here are the available quarterbacks on his waiver wire as of the time he wrote this question. Mason Rudolph, Daniel Jones. Teddy Bridgewater, uh, Jacoby Brissett, Trubisky, Minshew, Mariota, all these guys available. Who should he go get? Wiz, I think we know your answer. Yeah, we've already answered the question. I, I think the interesting one here is Mariota. Good guy. I don't know if you saw him play last night. Terrible. Awful. Terrible. Trubisky's not much better. Worst I think he's better than, I think in he's the better than Mariota. Uh, Brissett, to me, is also another intriguing person that I would recommend picking up because I do think Brissett is, is fantasy relevant. Yeah. I'm Mason Rudolph 100%, just like you. I also like Brissett a little bit there. You know, if you want to throw a, a, a second quarterback speculative ad for Daniel Jones, he has he has at least Saquon Barkley and Evan Ingram as some weapons on that. Here's team, an but. interesting question for William Hagen, and it's been news already, is how much longer will Case Keenum get to start? Not well, terribly. I, I mean, I give him week six. Looking at the schedules, because with these quarterbacks, I think you just got to go matchups, uh, Will, here. Uh, you can't play Keenum this week against the Bears. So I think you got to pick up Mason Rudolph, throw a dart with him this week. But as long as Keenum's hanging on, you're going to start Case Keenum after that for the next couple weeks. You got at the Giants, you got at the Dolphins coming up, you got the Niners, a little bit tough. You got the Patriots, which you might be able to score some points on. But definitely Giants week four. I'd probably run Keenum out there, so I'd, I'd probably take a shot on Rudolph. Randolph. Rudolph. Fuck Rudolph him. for this week. There you go. Good answer. All right, let's go to uh, LFC for life. This is the Liverpool football club. That's what LFC stands for. Great listener to the show. He validated us a little bit this week. says, yeah. He asked for, he says, I'm going to need a link to the show after you answer it. I send him to the website. He's like, I know where the fucking website is. I listen to you guys all the goddamn time. I love your show. Like, yeah, cool. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. His question is this. He's got two. First question, is Kamara worth trading now that Breeze is injured? And if he is worth trading, what should he ask for in return? His example was, should he go out and try to get Pat Mahomes? Uh, so one, to you guys, should he trade Kamara? And two, what should he be looking for? Man, it's a tough fucking question, not knowing your roster, not knowing how you're doing in the league and the fucking makeup of everything, but I am not going to sell shares of Kamara at this point. But that's just me. Unless you could get a fucking shitload in return. So, they are as low as they'll be right now. Right, which is kind of the opposite of, of, of what you're probably going to get. So I'm holding Kamara, hoping he can just be a top 15, top 10 running back for these next couple weeks. And then when Breeze comes back, hopefully gets that bump back up into the top five. I think it's intriguing. I actually think you could trade Kamara. Some fool will take him. Not even that, that big of a fool. But if you can get Mahomes... Again, I don't know what your other running backs look like. I don't know anything about your league. But if you could, if you have other running backs, it's interesting if you would get someone like Mahomes or Julio back. My own, my stance on trading studs like this is 
again, there's a great price for it. It's always worth doing. And if you got Camaro, you were probably picking one, two overall. Maybe the rest of your team is a little bit shallow. So the only the only reason I would ever trade a stud like this is if you can get two really good pieces to expand your roster a little bit. So I went on to Yahoo today, and Yahoo on Yahoo you can see the trades that are being made right now for players. I've got four examples here that I'm going to give you guys. I want to know, would you make this trade if you're the Camara owner or not? All these trades is, is Camara for two players. Um, maybe both running backs, maybe receivers. So we're going to do it as we're the Camaro owner? If you're yes, the Camaro owner, would you make these trades? Yeah. So so one trade that happened just today on Yahoo was uh, Camaro for um, Nook and Royce Freeman. The fuck? No. Hopkins and Freeman. No. It's an over with. Royce Freeman? Yeah, but and DeAndre Hopkins. Hopkins is- Hopkins, I mean, that's almost an even one-to-one. I mean, it, in some drafts, that was a pretty damn close. But I'm not that huge on Freeman. But if you – that's, no. that's a possibly yes. No. Maybe no. Have to All look right. at the rest of the roster. Let me give you another one. Trade away Elvin Kamara, you get Marlon Mack and on Johnson. No. Nope. That's a hard pass. Yeah, I think to your point, though, is you're getting two starters, but you're not getting two – you're not getting one high-level – you're not getting anyone that's comparable to, to him. Right. So it kind of depends on who your second back right. is now. Right. If those well, guys are gonna, both better than your second You're still going to fill that void with another running back, whoever he is. So what's the gap of that that your second running back compared to KJ or Mac? You know, it might be four or five points. I don't think it's worth the swing. Okay, so this one I think I know what your answer is going to be. Um, but I want to put on here because it was a bit of a shocking trade for me. Deshaun Watson and Mark Ingram. You just for, traded away. So. I, I yeah, think I'm I, not doing that one, no. Sorry. I, think, I think I could. It depends on Ingram's Ingram put up huge numbers. So maybe. Yeah. Ingram? He's not been putting up huge week one, numbers. Week one, he put up against the Dolphins. Okay, numbers. Two touchdowns, 14 right? carries or something. It's against the Dolphins. All right, how about, here's this one. This is a running back and uh, a receiver. Obviously, he's injured right now, but Damian Williams and Juju Smith-Schuster. No. Damian Williams is useless. Yeah, I'm, I'm too worried about Damian Williams, so probably a no again. But I like that's the trade I'd make is like a RB receiver combo package where you could you could get some improvement in both of those spots. That's kind of the trade I'd be looking for if I was going to do it. Okay. I don't. I don't. If, the, if, the, if the, you if you would have put Nook with Kerryon Johnson or Nook with Mac. Oh yeah. Then oh, that trade becomes easy. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. If you could but piece you together, pull, but like even off. but even like like Dwee's not said, it's hard to trade. To get a quarterback because there's so many quarterbacks available. How many points are you going to gain on a week? I mean, Mahomes is the guy. You make that gain statement, numb nuts, but you have the number one quarterback, okay? And you are winning because of the number one quarterback. Oh. People who don't have the number one quarterback, you are fucking playing 15, 20 points behind each other. No, week. there's guys averaging more than fucking Mahomes every week in that league. Uh, the old well, Lamar Jackson. Not quarterbacks, but I mean, running backs are averaging more than him. Receivers are averaging more than him. He's not the highest average scoring player in that league. I get that, but I'm, again, if you're still playing quarterback to quarterback, you're still, unless you have Prescott or, or Lamar Jackson, who's no way going to fucking keep that up, you're playing 15, 20 points behind each week. I, yeah, but I stick by, be, I stick by my, I don't, tra- I don't ever trade for a quarterback just because there's so many there. You think but. Mahomes can keep up? A 35 to 40 point. But let's remember that Wiz we'll comes see. from a world where his home league is super flex. Yep. He's always played two real quarterbacks. So that's more important than somebody, you know, Plus in a 10, 12 team league. And a six point <laughs> league. That's quarterbacks is fucking Huge. money. 
So, uh, uh, yeah, Liverpool Football Club also says pick three guys, two wide receivers and a flex in a standard scoring situation. He's got Cup, Lockett, Jacobs, Rashad Penny, Larry Fitzgerald, Terry McLaurin, Mikol Hardman. He's got two receivers and a flex here. It's all about the touchdowns. Standard scoring. All about the touchdowns. I'm going to try Lockett and Hardman. Those are my guys. And? Oh, and Penny. I'm hating on Jacobs this week. Sorry. You were. It's, it's Jacobs, Lockett, and Next. Cup. It's easy. So I think it's it's definitely Jacobs. It's definitely Cup. Um, but for me, I here would probably rather go Hardman than Lockett just because Lockett's not been getting a lot of looks. Hardman hasn't either, but between the two, who's the higher scoring well, game? Well, I guess right. your, your point is, is Lockett's playing the match against Lamar this week, which is not good or no. beneficial. Nah, DK's going to body him. I think he's going to body DK more than Lockett. Alright, here's our last question. Somebody pour us shots while I ask it so that we can take our first shot immediately after. I don't know who this is. Troy M12. It's one that just came in today. <clears throat> Ask the question. Look, he's got Kenyon Drake on his roster. Six bench spots. Is Drake just wasting sure. a bench spot right now? Should he cut Drake? What's going on? We just said, hey, this team's trying to trade. Kenyon Drake, what are you doing with him if you've got six bench spots? Well, I am a Kenyon Drake owner in one league, and he is still currently hanging on my roster in hopes that he gets fucking traded somewhere. But uh, it's getting real close here, Troy. Real close to cutting bait time. Again, if you've got any other running backs that are worth starting that can fill a void for a couple more weeks, he might be worth hanging on to. If you don't have any running back depth, then it might be time to cut bait, Troy. I mean, four carries in week one, six fucking carries in week two. He's not getting the opportunity. A little bit of passing work, but really not the passing work that you'd expect. This team is fuck garbage, but... Yeah, I, I I probably agree. If you got six spots, that's a, that's a fair amount of bench spots. Hold him for another week or so, uh, just to see if anything happens with him. He doesn't get traded. Yeah, fuck him. All right, we done with our goddamn listener yeah, questions. I think so. Guess next week I better not ask for it. <laughs> well, it wasn't your ask. It was my retweet that got all the answers because oh, you have like eight followers yeah, on Twitter. Exactly. Hey, let's uh, let's cheers. We'll take our first shot. Balls. He's always <laughs> busting my balls. We'll take our first shot. We owe a few, but it's just been too goddamn long. I saw that shot very, very poorly poured. Wiz. <clears throat> Alrighty, we're almost to the point where we actually list the shots we owe. First thing we got to do, though. Oh yeah, kind of sweet. Kind of shitty. Three in the pink, two in the stink. Update for everybody here, just so you know how we're doing. You can follow along at yourfootballfantasy.weebly.com if you want to know the full standing, everybody's player selections, all that. Right now, top three out of the 30 folks playing the game. Yours truly, Dweez motherfucking nuts, is sitting at number one with a positive 124 points. Immediately behind me, that would be our friend Charles DeMar, positive 98. We're kind of pulling away from the field at this point. Last 
in the top three. Number three is Fantasaurus Flex. His running back only roster puts him at 59. Interestingly, he had zero points in week one and a positive 59 in week two. So that's not too bad. Bottom three, after two weeks, Brian Atkins comes in third from the bottom with a negative 117. Cave of Excellence, which is my wife. Uh, she's comes in second to last, negative 201. She doesn't know a goddamn thing about football. I showed her the names, and she closed her eyes and pointed at each of them. But she's still beating the good doctor, who's in last place at negative 259 points right now. Tough to be you, sir. The three hosts sitting at this table. We know that I'm number one at 124. Wiz, you're in the positive. Number eight overall, positive 11 points. Uh, Bullfrog, negative... He's in the 11th spot. Two lands you right there at the 11th spot, so you're you're close. You're creeping closer, which means it was the big whiz that came in last in this week's specific performance. He will be taking a shot. Well, we already took one, but he owes us one shot for that. A couple of notes, things I want to note for you guys. There are only five players left out of the 30 that have not gotten a negative score yet in the league. It took a lot longer into the season to get to this point last year, but Dwee's nuts. Big whiz. Allen hasn't scored any negative points yet. Charles DeMar in the Fantasaurus flex running back roster. We heard that he had a zero, but he hasn't had a negative just yet. This might be a break serve kind of game all season. You're just trying to avoid the negatives. Um, Highest score of the week was Joe Mixon. Somebody, Lots of people put him in the ugly stick. That gave him a positive 38 this week if you're that... If you're one of those several people, lowest scores of the week, Alshon Jeffrey was somebody's half-shaft player, got a negative 85 injured, left the game, two only snaps. played two snaps on the game. That's key. So that hurts. Um, also, Anthony Miller, just a tip player, had a negative 58, which isn't nearly as bad as 85, but he was the most picked player, so that hurt a lot of people this week, hence a lot of negative scores. Now we can take... All right, guys, uh, this week, each of your hosts here owe you three shots. I'll tell you why really briefly. Wiz has one for three in the pink, two in the stink, as just mentioned. Our Would You Rather game last week, Big Wiz versus Bullfrog, heads up. Bullfrog got 75% of those questions correct. The Wiz only got 50%, so... That's his. Lastly, you know, you know, we do our daily deep throat, uh, our daily competition just between us here. Wiz, you came in last place there this week. Well, fourth place out of five. Alan got last, but you last between the didn't three. We all of us. have the same fucking players. It's I mean, do we all? No, I fucking destroyed. No, no, you destroyed us. But I mean, like you, the doctor, know. and I have all right. had like a hundred. So it was all one eighteen. Yes. So. Those oh, are your three shots. Actually, Bullfrog, it looks like you only have two. I highlighted too many things for you. Your flex traffic player was the worst out of the three of us. Seven point six points for your Chris Thompson. Michael Gallup scored a nine point eight, even though he got hurt. Tyrell Williams, my choice, scored most at 13.1. You're welcome, listeners. Your streamers, you chose the defensive streamer last week. You picked Indianapolis. They finished defense 19. That's worse than the quarterback 9 for Andy Dalton or my tight end 9 for Darren Waller. So that's your second shot, sir. I've got three shots for you guys today. My stud of the week. We actually all did pretty well stud of the week this week. I picked Tom Brady. His rushing touchdown saved him. He ended up quarterback 4 overall. Wiz, you had Zeke last week, ended up running back six. Um, so you beat me because it takes running back eight to equal quarterback four as you only start half the players. But Julio Jones, Froggy's 
Start of the week last week ended wide receiver two. Big week. Tied with Odell Beckham Jr. with the exact same 25.1 points hmm. in a half-point PPR scoring format. Nice job. So I'll take that shot. I've also got to take the can't get it up roll. I really fucked up real badly here. Lindsey did well for you at the running back 30. Probably should have sat him. Lev Bell did pretty well running back 9 relative to where he was ranked. But I said Aaron Jones was going to struggle, and he finished the running back 2 overall. I am so goddamn sorry. <laughs> Lastly, I'm taking a shot because me and the Bullfrog played each other in a fantasy matchup head-to-head last week, and he fucking mopped the floor with me. So, boys, let's take... Oh, fuck. You didn't even bother oh, pouring me when I got shit to do. It's way over there. Did you do the vodka? Number 2, ladies and gents. Cheers. Mm. Mm. <laughs> oh, it tastes like Christmas, baby. <laughs> In my mouth. Uh, I don't know. What do you want to shoot? I brought that moonshine down. Yeah, I'm not doing the moonshine tonight. Maybe with Alan here, I can do it next week. Same. Last shot of the day. Cheers. Nice job, guys. It's been pretty balanced. Wiz is, Wiz is taking a few more than us. Yeah, I've been a little balanced. We're week. doing pretty oh, good. Man. We're going to make some bets this week, I think. Just for the sake of doing it. Next week, our, our our neighbor and buddy Alan will be here to take a shot for us as he as he actually lost our, our dailies, but uh, he sucks at fantasy football, so he should lose. Much love to you, Alan. I, just, I can't. Should have been here this guys. week. That oh, he's this is you know at end of the this is he's the next big thing. Bullfrog, you're going to kick us off this week. You had our quarterback. Who's going to be the stud quarterback of the week? Well, obviously, I love me some Patty Mahomes this week and some Lamar Jackson, but I figured I'd just take it off from those top couple guys this week because I think this is the week Will Fuller finally goes for one or even two deep touchdowns, even though I just fucking traded him. You just might have been one of the worst trades of the fucking season. It was. I'm going to take Deshaun Watson against the Chargers. The Chargers secondaries just fucking beat the shit. They've only got Casey Hayward left. He's probably going to spend some time covering the the nuke. So I'm thinking Will Fuller goes, oop, shit, in this game. If he does it, Deshaun Watson has. Did you you even say the words Deshaun Watson? I think I said Watson. That's your selection. Cool. I'm going to go running backs this week. This is legitimately the easiest pick I'll make all goddamn year. It's Zeke. It's Zeke. Yep. Dallas is playing Miami. Lock him in, daily lineups. Told you not to roll Dak. If Zeke is not in every one of our daily lineups, like somebody's fucking up, he should be in everybody's daily lineup, period. He's going to have, he should have the game of his, he should have scored four touchdowns and go for 296 yards. It's been a long time since the running back's done something Prediction. He's going to run the ball 31 times, go 296 yards, and score four touchdowns. That's That's my bold bold prediction. prediction. All right, hit me with the receiver. I'm going with Julio. Again, uh, Julio. Yeah. Woo! It's against Indy. Yeah, he's put up three TDs in total, 100 yards. I just don't see any any possible way that they can't, they don't run the ball, they can't run the ball. He's going to get lots of touch, lots of looks is, and opportunities. Is Julio finally a touchdown scorer? He seems, well. Is he going like, to get like 15 this year or something? Is he going to get, is he gonna get more than 10 for the first right. time in his career? Can he get like 15 and just go apeshit this year? Exactly. Good enough, Well, right? he's on pace for it. I like I like the first touchdown. If you guys were watching, Ryan's rolling out to his right. Nobody's and Julio kind of comes back, makes a little turn, and Ryan still fucking looks for him. He goes up and just snags it from the D back. I like that. So you think he's gonna have under ten touchdowns? Hard he's to never say that scored. At this point. He's never scored ten. Do you want to make that bet? Um, how many does he have already? Three. Three. I just put it on there. One, one He's never one ever two. done it. Make that bet. Never. You no, because I think this. Make that bet. I, 
I think he'll score less than 12. <laughs> I will give you 11. <laughs> I'll take 11 and a half for the bet. I know. It's a, I, no, I think he'll score less than 12. <laughs> See? Who's the bitch? Pussy. What's the matter? Big boy can't get it up. <laughs> All right, guys, so I'm, I am I went balls out here on my can't get it up this week, and I'm going to pick Christian McCaffrey, who's one of the most talented players in the – positional players, anyway, in the entire NFL. I think he's going to – yeah, I might lose this week. I hear you guys. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> I see who you guys pick, so I should lose this week based on the selections here. I think he's going to struggle this week. We know he struggled last week. Cam was struggling as well. He is out this week altogether. Is Let's Cam be Newton? Honest though, Cam's been struggling since CMC's been good. Something like that. Um, Cam's not playing this week, right? So Kyle Allen is going to start, which means a lot of focus from the defense on Christian McCaffrey. And and yes, he has beaten a, a heavily focused defense in the past. Um, he they get Arizona this week. Arizona, you know, you think about Arizona, you think, oh, this must be a really shitty defense, and you know, all around, they're not as good as they used to be two, three, three years ago. But they've been decent, right? Less than 100 yards total rushing for the entire Detroit Lions team uh, in Week 1. 3.2 yards per carry against Detroit in Week 1. Last year, they played against Baltimore, or last week, played against Baltimore. Less than 70 yards rushing for those running backs. 3.6 yards per carry. They're, they've been okay. Five catches for 53 yards total receiving work for all the running backs they've faced all season. They're doing a decent job against running backs thus far this year and some and some pretty decent running backs already on the year. With Cam out, with the defense focusing right there, I expect Arizona to do a fair job of containing CMC and really slowing down his potential production. Last week, Tampa Bay was able to shut CMC down uh, and Tampa Bay's defense is not good. However, they do run the same defensive scheme as Arizona does. Arizona watched the tape last week from from the Tampa Bay game, so I ex- I expect a similar result for CMC. Maybe not quite as bad, but he's really going to struggle as your he's your the best player on your fantasy team. He's going to have a hard time. One thing I question here, from my standpoint, is CMC similar to Derrick Henry. He just is going to get yeah opportunity, especially with all Kyle Allen. Long. The the concern is he's going to catch. Nine pass. Yeah. If he catches, if he catches fucking nine Levy passes, Bell, man. I'm, it's done for the week. I'm gonna lose this week. But I was willing to put my balls on the table and let y'all take some swings at him with your garbage picks. Wiz, hit us with your wide receiver. Wide receiver currently either the number one or number three wide receiver, folks. Depending on your John Ross. Rule, yeah. And since he is averaging 21 points per game, but it won't be this week in Buffalo. Buffalo has only allowed one receiving TD, and it was to TJ to, to Jones. They've only allowed 198 yards per game. John Ross has just been teeing off on people, and it's not going to happen in Buffalo. He's going against Tredavious White or Levi Strauss. Wallace? <laughs> Levi Strauss jeans? Yeah. <laughs> um, but he's going to have a tough matchup. It's just not going to happen. Don't expect the same amount. He, this is a guy who you have been... Doctor has bought into, right? Doctor bought him. He's going to play him. Don't play him. He's going to fail in Buffalo. Let me just say let me say this. Uh-huh. John Ross, until there was like 30 seconds left in the game, uh-huh. had three catches for 50 yards last week. Uh-huh. And then he caught, at the very last minute, his fourth catch, 68-yard touchdown. So, yep. yeah, he's an overall. The ultimate like, garbage touchdown uh, for Look, fantasy. look, 
I had him in a lot of daily lineups. Like, he helped me get the shit out of you guys. So, I'll take it. But, jeez. Good pick, Wiz. <laughs> Thank you. That's a solid. That should be a solid outcome for you there, Wiz. Although, they are getting a lot of passing volume there in Cincinnati these days. I'm going to take Josh Jacobs. Some of you guys, uh, some of you, some of us like him more than others in this room. He was battling a groin injury, kept him out of practice. I think a day or two this week. He's been sick all week. He's lost ten pounds since. Uh, He's faster since Quicker. Sunday. But yeah, maybe you look at that as being a little more light on his feet. But uh, as an NFL running back, to take some abusing and endurance, I don't think a ten pound <laughs> weight loss is uh, promising. Minnesota did suck last week against Aaron Jones, but I think uh, that's just kind of the way the NFL works. They're going to study the film, and they're going to fix that problem. They're going to get back to the dominant defense they were uh, week one. And he's not getting the receiving work. Uh, At least he didn't in week two. Was that part of the groin injury? Maybe. But in the game against Kansas City, that would be the game I would think a guy like Josh Jacobs would get a lot of the receiving work, where instead he had one Target. An entire team legitimately stopped playing offense after the first quarter. Once Mahomes started teeing off on him, they were like, I'm done. All right. Next, yeah, I'll probably lose that one, but whatever. Hide your kids. The boys are flex trafficking again. All right, starting with our flex fuckers here. We're going to go with Marquise Brown, Hollywood Brown. Uh, you know, Antonio's out of the league now, so someone in the family's got to keep the keep the name alive. So that's going to be uh, Marquise Brown. Uh, we kind of dogged him a little bit after week one, only having four targets, even though he had a big game there week one. And then and his, his snap percentage was, 12. what, 12 out of whatever plays. It was real low. And then he goes right to week two where he played like 80% of the snaps and had 13 targets. What, I feel like one of the three of us said that was going to happen. And what's I'm what's at me. what's the better matchup for a me, guy Riz. like this guy to have another good game, but against the Chiefs in a game that fuck? What's the over under? I think fifty three, something like that. Is so, that all know, it is? You take the overall guy today <laughs> on that. Uh, you Should know, you got to think this guy's going to get some opportunities downfield. The Chiefs have been. Uh, they got beat up by the Jacksonville Jags week one. I know they looked a little better, or maybe it was just Oakland that looked worse week two. But I think you could go a lot worse than Marquise Brown if you got him. Play him. Good question here. Can Lamar Jackson keep this up? No, but no. he can still. We can keep make it up one plays. more week. Yeah. Is that you guys? You guys estimate he? he I Lamar think Jackson one more. Let's just say the first quarter of the season he can. He, he's I'm gonna okay. give him three total touchdowns this week. How much longer? If if he gets three total touchdowns, that that's a, a huge success again. When yes. is this going to stop for Lamar Jackson? Hit me with that schedule, Bullfrog. At the Chiefs, home against the Browns. At the Steelers, home against the Bengals. At the Seahawks, Patriots, Bengals, Texans, Rams, Niners. It's not that tough of a schedule. It's really mm-hmm. not. I think it goes. I I think after the well, I think after this week, the Browns defense has not been very good, but they've been able to get after the passer. I think after this week, he, he I think the Browns are all Comes wall. down to reality? Yeah. All right. I hope so, because I have said it many times on the internet. <laughs> so. I mean, and then you get, you know, let's say Ken string together another four or so good weeks, and then the Patriots is just a team that know how to make a guy look fucking bad. You oh, know? Yeah. Especially if you have a weakness. Belichick will just, he's like, fuck you, Lamar Jackson. I'm going to show you that you're a piece of shit and just. I'll tell you what, though. 
whether he gets it, whether he he, he comes back to earth or not, Marquise Brown's a stud this year. And I, I'll, I'll make this bet with anybody right now. We have a rookie record broken for wide receivers this year. Somebody's going to break a rookie record. Like some type of receiving record? Or so the mean? records are uh, this. Randy Moss, Moss had 17 yeah, touchdowns, which is not going to happen. No. 1,450 yards is not going to be broken. But the rookie record for receptions is 101, Ooh, and I think that so gets up. fucking broken this year. Anybody want to make that bet? 101 to beat that you need to average six catches a game i think gonna, there are three rookies tower, right I'm, now that well, are a little beating. over six right like six is 96 I'll, you're I'll both take, taking me down I'll, on that i'll one? take that bet that's a it lot a bet. Yay! i think it's gonna happen rookie this is the year of right. the rookie i like when you say stuff like that you I, know I, what i think it's gonna happen guys you know, you know what i think you know what i think might do it i think terry mcclorn yeah exactly i don't think so yeah no that's my guy I'm going to go with another dark horse here. Is Curtis Samuel going up against Arizona? Not that dark. I've been calling him all this offseason. I'm going this week with Cam, the starting quarterback, out. Well, that's right. He is out. Um, that is dark. Kyle Allen. Not the color of his skin, though, is what we're talking about, right? Um, Same. Both, though. Oh, okay. Kyle Allen is in. He once beat. Just interesting facts here. He once beat out Kyler Murray at Texas A&M. Sorry. He's more of a pocket passer. He's more accurate. He couldn't be any less inaccurate, folks. It only has to increase Curtis Samuel's could, chances he could, here. What you meant to say is it couldn't be any more inaccurate. Yes, any <laughs> more inaccurate, okay. correct. <laughs> or any less accurate or any hey, more there inaccurate. Yet. There it is. Um, Arizona's defense is horrific. They've given up at least three wide receivers in weeks one and two have already gone for over 14 points. Curtis Samuel is a good bet here to at least put up points. All right, my flex player this week, my flex trafficker, has got to be Frank Gore. Look, Frank Gore, it, last week when Devin Singletary... First of all, Devin Singletary is just not getting as many touches as he should. Can we all agree on that? The guy's going fucking 12 yards per carry, but he's only yeah. getting five touches a game. Yeah, what is his yard per carry? Isn't it like 10? Or... It's legitimately higher than 10, yes. Yeah. It's it's stupid. But Frank Gore is still getting the bulk of this work. Last week when Singletary got hurt in that game, Gore ended up with 19 carries on the day. 19 is... A huge amount. This week, Singletary has been ruled out. He's not playing at all. Uh, very quick succession. He went from questionable to doubtful and then to out in your fantasy lineup. So make sure he's not in there. Get him out. Frank Gore is going to be a stud. He's not mm, been great with the ball. Where Singletary's been over 10 yards per carry, Frank Gore is sitting at 2.9 yards per carry. But he's getting three and four times as many touches as Singletary in each of the first two games. Whatever that fucking coaching decision's about, I don't care. He's the only guy there right now. Uh, I'm sure he'll yelled and he'll get a touch or two just to spell Gore because he's 49 years old. But fuck, man, Gore's the guy here. And the Bills get to play Cincinnati this week. Cincinnati is worst against fantasy running backs on the season thus far. Could have something to do with their fucking blowout games on the season. But hey, look... San Francisco went 300 yards combined between their three running backs. That was they were, they were on their fifth string running back. Jeff Wilson scored two fucking touchdowns True. against them. There were three touchdowns scored between these guys uh, on this team last week against San Francisco. Cincinnati's run defense is really fucking bad. I think they've given up the third most rushing yards on the season, but the most fantasy points to running backs. They're bad. Frank Gore still has something in the tank. It's only 2.9 yards per carry, but 
They don't. Who's the coach in Bill in Buffalo now? Is it still McDermott? Yeah. McDermott doesn't give a fuck. Like he says, right. I don't care how bad you are. You get to carry the ball, right? So go ahead. He's gonna do it. Gore's gonna get fucking twenty carries. He should in get this the game. volume. Yeah, I'm good with that. He's gonna score a touchdown or two in this game. I think he'll be just fine. Any bets? Any bets on any of these guys here? I think mine wins. I think Wiz loses this one personally. I I also think Ooh, I, like that. I think Curtis Samuel has less than less than four catches on the day. Yeah, John Ross style for a fucking. Do you want to make that bet though? Fuck no, we're betting on the dumb fucking thing. The thing. Oh, we kind of are. <laughs> Thank you. Yes, we are. Okay. Yeah. All right, fine. Let's go on to the streamers. Maybe we'll find a bet here somewhere. Now that's a stream. All right, so we're on streamers here, guys. Again, this week, like, like last, a little different. Each of us is going to take one position, quarterback, tight end, and defense for you. Bullfrog, kick us off. You've got our quarterback streamer of the week. All right, so I got, I got to drop a little name drop here, and that's Jameis Winston because he Yahoo Wait. 67%. So I just wanted to talk about him. He's not it's my not pick. A streamer. He's not my pick. He's not my pick, 67%, but he's available. He's available in our neighborhood league. Like, I could pick him up and start him today. Cool, our neighborhood league is full of a bunch of dipshits. Anyway, like, it's now or never for Jameis. Would you guys agree with that against the Giants? No, 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 no. Aries is not going to bench Yeah, I know, but I mean, as far as fantasy startable, like, confidence-wise. Should be a great week for him. Like, if, if he doesn't do it this week, I'm not confident of ever starting James Winston. James Winston, Winston is in the same category as Cam Newton and Mitchell Trubisky in fucking Mariota. They're this just big, fucking bad quarterbacks. Yeah, but if he's in that category, he's at the top of that category. Yeah, fair enough. Anyway, so here's my here's my streamer. He was exactly 50% owned on Yahoo. Jesus. And that's going to be Matthew Stafford. Uh, yeah. At Philly. Philly does, you know, Philly is a good uh, run defense team. Uh, they always are. They will be. And uh, they have been. Uh, their corners, however, are trash. Uh, Darby and Douglas uh, have been getting fucking torched by, uh, what, the Redskins and their shit fucking horror receivers. Terry McLaurin's one. legit. Shit fucking horror receivers. <laughs> and then week two is Julio and Ridley, who are one of the better tandems in the NFL. Uh, but Case Keenum and Matty Ice in those two weeks were both top ten quarterbacks, and I saw no, I see no reason why Matthew Stafford won't be a top ten. Anybody want that bet? Quarterback this week in fantasy. I'll take it. Who? Matthew I'm Stafford. taking that bet. Yeah, I'll take that. Yay! Eiffel Tower. I'm not also Eiffel Tower. Now we're fucking going. Whoa! We got one bet. Don't get too excited. Remember that week we did 18, and I won every single one of them last week, last season. That's no, I don't. Uh, if you make those things up, I know if we talk about percentage of bets. One, I I know I won that. I'm going with tight ends, folks, and I'm going to take Big Willie. Yes, <laughs> Woo! Oh, I love this pick. Day number 14, tight end. He's playing in Seattle against New Orleans. 42% owning Yahoo, so you can get him, probably. Um, New Orleans still has a good defense. Expect Russell to get rid of the ball and have lots of short passes to big Mr. Will Disley. What, he scored two touchdowns last week? Two touchdowns last week, Ooh. folks. And he actually used to do And you remember last, last year before he got hurt? He was doing that all the time. Well, he was actually got hurt in week one, and I thought he would actually have a good week against Pittsburgh in week one, but he got... Hurt. Yeah, something. I don't know. Well, um, no, it's not that. But I guess Lattimore's going to go up against Lockett and or Metcalf. Disley will have a good matchup here. 
good streaming option at a tight end position. In tight ends, t- I like tight ends. <laughs> yeah, boy. My streaming option this week is the defense. <laughs> I'm going to pick the Tampa Bay Buccaneers playing against Daniel Jones. There's a lot of options this week if you're playing daily or if you're trying to stream a defense. With defenses playing against new quarterbacks, rookie quarterbacks, a lot of injuries last week to look at. Tampa Bay's only owning 10% of Yahoo leagues right now. Gets to play against a New York Giants offense that was pretty anemic outside of Saquon Barkley. In week one, Evan Ingram did some shit, but he didn't do much in week two. It's just a Saquon show. And, and to be fair, Saquon Barkley may have another really big fucking day, but that's not where you're going to get your points this week. The Tampa Bay defense hasn't given up 20 points. They played against San Francisco. Two pick sixes against San Francisco, which is where they got a lot of their points. In most fantasy platforms, that doesn't count against your defense these days. They haven't given up 20 points yet. They're a decent defense that are playing relatively well. They may give up a ton of shit to Saquon Barkley, but watch for turnovers from Daniel Jones. Watch Daniel Jones to hold on to the ball too long and take some sacks, which is not a strength of the Tampa Bay defense right now, but uh, I don't love that offensive line in New York. I think Tampa Bay has got a really good opportunity to score well, and this is absolutely a defense that you can pick up in your league. They are widely unowned. They had that Barrett kid. Was it Barrett? The NFC Defensive Player of the Week had three sacks for the Bucks. I think. Shaq Barrett. Against yeah. Cam fucking Newton yeah. last week. Daniel Jones is, <clears throat> at best, an injured Cam Newton. So, Go ahead and get them. I'm going to win that this week. Any bets there? No? No, I'll bet that you don't win. Oh, no, I won't bet that. Okay. Probably the right move there. All right, let's go on to Daily Deep Throat. Usually this is Bullfrog Spot, but I beat the fucking snot out of you in Daily last week with a lineup that... I need some advice this week, too. I want to hear it, buddy. Daily Deep Throat. I don't win this often, so I'm not sure exactly how to do this. I'm looking at FanDuel here when I'm giving you price options. I'm going to tell you the price of the guys that I like. Maybe you play on DraftKings. Maybe you play on Fantasy Draft. But these are FanDuel numbers. So use combinations of these guys in whatever platform you're on to uh, beat the fucking shit out of your 50-50s. That's about the only that's about the only competition I ever win. Like I always enter the GVPs but lose every time. So don't take it <laughs> don't take it too close. Let's start at the quarterback position. Obviously, Mahomes and Jackson are the two big guys this week, but they cost like ninety two hundred bucks, eighty five hundred bucks. Probably not gonna be guys I pick for my daily lineups this week just because they cost so much, and I'd rather spend that money on the running back position. Instead, here's three quarterbacks you can look at. Matt Ryan versus Indianapolis, whose defense is okay. They look kind of good in week one. I think they played Cincinnati in week one. but They played the Chargers in week one. Chargers yeah. in week one. Cincinnati week two? No. They beat the oh, Titans. Colts beat the Titans last week. For whatever reason, I had it in my head that they played. <laughs> whatever. 7800 bucks for Matt Ryan this week. I still love this offense, and Matt Ryan is going to have to throw the ball all yeah, goddamn season long. Him, so just go fuck, go crazy on Matt Ryan all year. 7800 is a decent price. I think Josh Allen versus that Cincinnati defense 
We've already mentioned him. Bad fucking defense. Josh Allen runs the ball, which gives him value. He throws the ball just a little bit this year. Last week he had a nice little passing game. John Brown is doing pretty well on that team. I know you traded for him. Bullfrog, seventy five hundred bucks. You can save some money and pick a Josh Brown, a Josh Allen and have a decent opportunity at scoring some points in a game that is absolutely a fucking plus matchup. Home run shot here. We've talked about this guy a few times. I think Mason Rudolph is worth a shot this week. If you want, if you really want to spend up in other positions, sixty six hundred dollars in FanDuel for Mason Rudolph is a great price. He's, we've said it on the show many times. He's got a great line, got a lot of weapons around him. Opportunity for this kid to succeed. He looked good throwing two touchdowns last week in relief of Ben Roethlisberger. Uh, I don't think he struggles that much. Uh, I know San Francisco's looked good on defense thus far, but at some point, Pittsburgh's offense, which is made of all the pieces you need to be successful, is going to get it going. Uh, Mason Rudolph might be the spark plug to make that happen. Let's go to the running back position here. Um, you know, obviously we like Zeke. I've said it. I've said it before. We like Zeke. Zeke should absolutely be in your lineup. Eighty-eight hundred bucks, fine. Dalvin Cook costs eighty-three hundred bucks. He's the best goddamn running back in the league right now. I don't think there's anybody that's going to argue against that. Certainly not the Bullfrog. But if you want to save a little money, look, I like I like Nick Chubb this week. Seventy Chubb. seventy-three hundred. Uh, Freddie Kitchens came out just this week and said. I want Chubb to have the ball more. I realize that he's the best part of our team. Uh, the The offense is struggling outside of Nick Chubb. So, you know, if he's true to his word, like, this kid can play if he gets the ball more. He's back then, some of it. No. What? He's not true to his word. He's probably not true to his word. Yeah, but Baker Mayfield's not playing well. He's not playing well at all. A couple of nice passes to OBJ last week, yeah, but he got bailed out on those two catches. He's Without not catches, he's not playing well at all. Chubb, on the other hand, good. is playing well. Seventy three hundred bucks is cheap, cheap for a guy that that can do well. I like Gurley in the like same that? game against yeah, like the Browns. Sixty eight hundred bucks for Gurley yeah, here, which is really fucking cheap for a guy. I know the usage has been really weird. Week one, they didn't use Gurley at all in the red zone. He got the opportunities in week two, so you don't know exactly what's going to happen. But there's an opportunity for Gurley to do well if he gets that red zone, that deep end zone work. 6800 bucks is cheap as fuck. You like that matchup of Chubb versus the Rams. I like Donald playing. I like it at yeah. seventy three hundred bucks, considering Chubb is by far and away the best piece of that offense so far this year. Yes. Bad recommendation. That, that's fine. I beat the fucking snot out of you two weeks ago. You want to bet that? What, you, yes. What's the bet? Um, I bet well, Chubby. Well, you got to go fantasy points because you're playing in a fan daily lineup here. So what's the point? I bet Chubby that goes under 13 points. Oh, Jesus. In FanDuel? Yep. Is he a point for reception yet? Half point. Yeah. All right. Uh, some other... Re- Cheaper options I've got for you guys. You know I like Frank Gore. Frank Gore is going for $5,700 because Singletary wasn't out yet. This is a great play if you want to spend money elsewhere. He's going to get a ton of volume. Mentioned it already. I think, I know that the Buffalo Bills are a really strong defense, but for $6,500, I'm not shying away from a healthy Mixon who has not had anything to do with the goddamn injury report this week. $6,500, give him to me. My home run shot at the running back position this week is Chris Thompson against the Chicago Bears. Hear me out. I know the Bears are a crazy good defense, but over the last four years, 
The the spot that the Bears defense has really struggled is one against tight ends in very very inter- short and intermediate routes and two against running backs coming out of the backfield. They've not been very good at that even with Last year's insane Chicago defense, they gave up a lot of points to receiving running backs. Chris Thompson has has the opportunity to do as much as he wants on this team with AP, the only other guy there, and he's old as shit. Let's move to wide receiver positions here, guys. There's not a ton of really expensive guys at the wide receiver position that I like this week. The uh, the high-dollar guys have tough matchups. I like Chris Godwin against the New York Giants defense, $7,600, just because he gets a ton of fucking work. I like T.Y. Hilton against a really bad Atlanta defense, $7,400 there. I think Kenny Galladay against the Philadelphia defense, again, not a great passing defense, $7,000 here, which is pretty cheap. As far as these wide receivers go, I think he's got an opportunity to put two really solid weeks together. Outside of that, some really cheap guys. You want to go Hollywood Brown, which was Bullfrog's flex guy for us this week against Kansas City. Only 6100 bucks for Hollywood. Expect him to be in every one of my fucking lineups. So if you guys want to beat me, you should probably put him in there so you can negate all the points I'm going to score with that guy. Otherwise, Larry Fitzgerald has been doing great work. Kyler Murray recognizes his value Playing against Carolina, they should have the ball a lot on offense. Only 5900 bucks. And last week, the Bears were beat in just one drive, I'll grant you that, by Emmanuel Sanders. You know who plays the Emmanuel Sanders role on the Washington offense? It's Terry McLaurin, their number one fucking receiver who runs the same goddamn routes. 5700 bucks. A cheap option, I think a sneaky option that you could... Put in there as your third wide receiver, maybe even your flex. Pretty cheap, 5700 bucks. As I'm putting my daily lineups together this week, guys, it's these cheap guys at the running back and receiver that seem to me like they have the best opportunity. At tight end, if you're not playing Kelsey against Baltimore at $8,000, you're probably an idiot. But Mark Andrews on the other side of that ball, 6800 bucks is the other play. He's the leading tight end in fantasy football right now. Vance McDonald, we said it earlier, he was the guy that benefited when Mason Rudolph came in. Playing against that tough San Francisco defense at 5900 bucks, do it. Austin Hooper, Indianapolis, 5800 bucks. Possible if you want to save some money. Defenses, Dallas, you have to play him for five grand. New England, you have to play him for five grand. That's pretty much the only options you've got. If you if you desperately are absolutely 100% against playing the most expensive defense, Look at Tampa Bay, 4300 bucks against New York. That's your daily fucking deep throat this week. Probably more than I should have said. That was deep, baby. That was really That's a deep. lot of... I don't get to do this... a lot of swallowing there. I don't get to wow. do this segment very often. I wanted to take advantage of my one opportunity all year to do I, it. I liked it, though. I liked it. I, I needed to hear some I gave some you other, options? I needed, I needed to right. hear some other pieces. Wiz, are there. you ready to go head-to-head here? Would you rather? Wiz, you got first pick on this one. We're going to go quarterbacks for two picks here. We got Carson Wentz against Detroit versus Famous Jameis against the New York Giants. I would. I told you guys Jameis is a bad quarterback, so I will take you Car- these? Carson Wentz. Or do I need to mark him? I'll get it. Right. He's going Wentz. Yeah, but the problem is Wentz hasn't been very good either. I'm taking Jameis. Even when Wentz was bad, he still put up fantasy points. All right, we got a split. Yeah. I like it. That was the goal here. 
Then I would I like had, to pick I, the same thing as my I had to go picks. with a headliner here because this is it, man. Your top two fantasy quarterbacks outside of maybe Dak in the in the NFL right now, and they're going head to fucking head. So nuts. Who you taking? We're gonna take the same guy here. Hey, it's Mahomes. You, you Mahomes this, or Lamar? The first time that a, I guess not counting last year, the first three top rated quarterbacks in fantasy from a fantasy perspective are all black. Probably first time. Jesus Christ, Wiz. <laughs> what the f- That's some Justin Trudeau shit. That's Maybe Watson can climb up there this week, too. And four out of four. Good <laughs> Lord Almighty. Maybe Watson can make it four for four. Yeah, but isn't Watson half black? Go ahead. I don't know. I'm picking Mahomes. I will also take Mahomes right. earlier. Right. Next one. Shifting over to running backs for three here, Wiz. Do you like David Montgomery in this new lead back role against the Redskins on Monday night, or would you prefer the often spoken of Joe Mixon at Buffalo? This is a really hard fucking matchup. I'm going Montgomery against Washington. Uh, I know. Should take him. I know. I, I I said Mixon's name already, but look, David Montgomery had 18 carries last week. He is. The fucking Be guy. Fucking and, stud. and Washington's you, defense is a lot easier to play. I hate the Bears' offense the way it's going right now, but I can't not pick Montgomery. I'm playing him in every league I've got him in. That's a few. So I'm taking Montgomery. You know, with the Antonio Brown news in my, my home league, I had to put him on the bench and got to slide Montgomery into that flex right. spot. I, was, I, I kind of felt, felt good, I kind of felt good yeah, about that. I, I was like, all right, I don't have to make that decision now. All right, nuts. Who you got here? Eckler. One of the top fantasy running backs right now against Houston versus David Johnson, who seems to be struggling a little bit versus Carolina. Who are you taking? This is a, this is a good one. Um, God, Eckler like is it. kicking everybody's ass in fantasy football right now. That Houston D is solid. you got to imagine Arizona's going to have the ball a lot versus Kyle Allen and the Carolina Panthers. Just, just for the sake of, just for the sake of shots, I'm taking David Johnson. Woo! Uh, no love for Eckler. Come on, I'll, boy. I'll, I'll go Eckler. On All it, right, man. he's putting out some numbers. We got some good, good uh, differentiation here. All right, one last running back here with both of these guys. I picked because. Due to performance or coach speak, they are possibly losing some of their number one snap percentages. And that's Aaron Jones versus Denver with a little talk about Jamal Williams. Or Chris Carson versus New Orleans who's got the fumbleitis. Who are you taking? I think Denver is a good defense. So I am going Chris Carson and Jones. And your boy Matt Lafleur says he wants to get the ball. Williams more, even though Williams he wants is missing to be practice with a fucking ankle split. He he basically said, I, "Let's let's take the ball out of our better option and just do it yeah. to the worst option." He's been saying that all along. Look, to me, this question is one hundred percent about whether or not Chris Carson's going to fumble the ball again. Because you know the second he does, he's done for the day, yeah. and they're fine with Rashad Penny. Exactly. I thought I, I bet against Aaron Jones and last CJ week. CJ Prolis, Proyce? I don't even know, know how to say He's got some fucking I bet man. against Aaron Jones last week, and it bit me in the ass. I know de- the Denver defense is strong, but I'm – I gotta pick. I'm gonna lose this one, but I'm picking Aaron Jones. I like it. I like it. All right, moving on to the wide receiver for three here. Nuts. Who are you taking? We're taking uh, two Juju. two big name guys that uh, have struggled early on this season, and that's well. I mean, Juju's been okay, but Juju 
with no touchdowns on the season versus Mike Evans with uh, no touchdowns on the season. Juju it is. Ju- so so you say he struggled, but Juju Smith-Schuster has more receiving targets, getting the catches. He's right? more receiving yards than DeAndre Hopkins. He has more receptions than John Ross, the leading receiver in the entire league. So right not now. struggled. Under he just hasn't scored the touchdowns. I like Mason Rudolph. Evans has. It seems very. It seems clear that he's given up the number one role to Godwin. You don't which think is Evans where is James due? Looks. Evans has got to be due for a I huge. I feel like week, he might man. be due. Yeah. But I'm taking Juju even against that strong San Francisco. We defense. talked about it last year. Evans up down year every other year. Yeah, last year's up here. This year's down year. I am also going with Juju. Give right. some Juju bees. All right, a couple smaller stature guys who like that home run play. Mm, that's uh, true. You just traded for this guy. Yep, and they've both been off to pretty good starts this season. Uh, we're going to go with, we got a big whiz here. What are you taking? John Brown, home against the Bengals, or Calvin Ridley on the road against the Colts? I am taking Calvin Ridley. The guy fucking performs week in, week out, and he always only gets single coverage. Yeah, but I'm going to take John Brown. Um, I know, I know the, the Bengals. The first is he the first? I know the, the Bengals third, suck. John John Brown's got the targets on his team. He's got the trust of his quarterback. He's he's the number one receiver on the team, which is the difference maker for me. I like him, John Brown. See, you like my guys that I made that trade with this week. Nope, I'm just trying to pick <laughs> against him. I've been anti Calvin Ridley since he came to the league. That's not going to change. All right. And the last wide receiver pick here is a couple guys that are continually to put up good weeks here. Uh, one of them gets a little more hate than the other. I know you guys got some love for one of them. So, Dewey's Nuts, who you liking? Emmanuel Sanders, who's having a great season against the Pack, or Christian Kirk against Carolina? Look, Arizona throws the ball a shitload. Okay, Kyler Murray didn't score any touchdowns last week. He threw three hundred. He hasn't thrown a pass touchdown yet. I, I don't know think, if he has, has or not. But three hundred fifty yards passing last week. Christian Kirk has twenty fucking targets. Or no, he threw one to David Johnson, I think, in that week one. Twenty fucking targets on the year. I know Emmanuel Sanders had a big week last week, but it all came at the end of the game in one fucking drive. All of it, and that two point conversion in one fucking drive. I hate Joe Flacco so goddamn much. Uh, it's Christian Kirk for me for the volume, for the the quality of the offense, the offense that goes through the arm of Kyler Murray. Give me, give me Kirk. Yeah, it is really hard to watch Joe Flacco and buy into from a fantasy standpoint. Anyone on that team, I have Kirk has just so much opportunity. I'm going Kirk. So there you have it. Thanks, guys. There's our would you rather. I'm going to win that. Uh, here's one of the th- one of us is going to get a strike in our three strike league survivor, but let's tell the people who we got. Who you got? In our survivor pool this week, we took some shots. We took some shots at it. I'm taking my streaming defense. That's Tampa Bay. This is the worst pick. Daniel Jones scary. and the New York Giants this Tampa week. I'm, I'm, right, I'm going on a limb because, look, everybody in the group is going to pick New England or Dallas. Like, let them both lose, and we've got strikes on everybody but mine. I just have a problem with Bill sometimes gets fucking weird against his former teams and just fucking lays an egg occasionally. Sure. And it just weirds me out sometimes in those, those, those Cowboys games. Yeah. So, uh, I'm going Minnesota versus Oakland. I know Minnesota laid an egg last week. 
But they're playing at home against Oakland. Oakland can't fucking travel. Minnesota's going to fucking figure out that defense, like Froggy said. We'll figure it out. They've got they have one of the better spreads. And for the lock of the week, Dallas, baby. I saved them up. It's the best game they got on the season. Taking them. Absolutely. Hey, Twitter. I want you either talking fucking shit, or I want you giving us some props if we give you the right call on this. Uh, uh, Would you agree? Liverpool All these Football fucking Club. guys that Tell wanted it. some help. If yeah. you uh, you know, if we were wrong, talk shit. If we were right, we weren't wrong. Fucking let us know. Either goddamn way. Do it in a five-star review on iTunes, and I will read any goddamn words you have to say. Bullfrog, please be quick with your lesson of the day so that we can get the fuck out of here. I've got to piss again. <sighs> lesson of the day is simply we are moving shots to the start of the show. Good. All right, guys, fuck off, please. Thank you for listening to another episode of Your Football Fantasy. Now pull up your pants, subscribe, and review us on Apple Podcasts. You can find more from these limp dick butt pirates at www.yourfootballfantasy.weebly.com.